Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, the penultimate round of this incredible AFL season hits us tonight. It's a 1v2 clash at Marvel Stadium. An oddity in the fixture, you'd have to say. And there's still four clubs outside the top eight thinking... They can get inside the top eight, but the sand is slipping through the hourglass. It's put up or shut up time. AFL Nation Scott Lucas has kindly joined us to help preview round 23. G'day, Scotty. G'day, Sam. I've spent far too much time on the ladder predictor, and I'm none the wiser. <laughs> oh, it's a nightmare, isn't it? Um, Brisbane, one of only four sides to beat Collingwood this year. Now, it was up at the Gabba, but is this the best chance they'll get to roll them in Melbourne in a game that could be the difference, of course, between getting two home finals and not? It's a huge game for Brisbane. Well, I think it is their best chance, Sam. Doesn't necessarily mean they will, but if you look at Collingwood, have got a couple of key players out, and it's also at Marvel Stadium, not at the MCG. Lions have got a really good record there, uh, but it'll still be a tough game. I mean, don't underestimate Collingwood, which we won't, of course, because of their record, but also their system, the way that they play, that they have been able to plug players in at different time times this year and still be extremely damaging. Yeah, more Dagoe, Dacos, all sidelined uh, tonight could be their best three players. And just with Collingwood being a short of top two, Scotty, like you've played in ultra-dominant teams in the past who have really had nothing to play for in the back end. What's that like psychologically? Yeah, look, it's difficult. I think if you look back to 2000, which is quite a long time, I think we got beaten in the second last round for the first time for the year. And we weren't great in the last round against Collingwood, who had struggled that year. So it is real. Um, They'll be looking forward to the finals as well. So they could be just a little bit off. But at the same time, and the one aspect that I think is significant is you're playing against a fellow contender. So in that way, you want to get one up on them because you might meet them in two, three, four weeks. Mm. That's possible. So... It's not like you're playing 17th or 18th and you fall in because you're just not on. You're um, you're there to get the best out of it and build that psychological advantage. The big news out west in the last 48 hours, wasn't it, with Adam Simpson wanting clarity from the West Coast board on whether they still want him for next year. He's obviously been resolute in wanting to coach on. But last weekend was the Eagles' fifth loss by 100 points or more. And I think there's been another three losses, Scotty, by 70 or more. It doesn't sound good, but you know the industry as well as anyone. What are we to make of the uh, of the future prospects of the coach of West Coast, Adam Simpson? Look, unfortunately in our industry, quite often where there's smoke, there's certainly some fire. Uh, my problem overall with it, Sam, is that why this game? I mean, they've been in a pattern for two years now. Then all of a sudden they get beaten by Freo in the derby and that's the straw that breaks the camel's back. If you look at it over the course of the year and that's the way they're leaning, then surely that moment has been reached long ago. I just think that there's been an incredible amount of inactivity at West Coast for what they've put together these last two or three years. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So if, if, if they deem that Adam Simpson is not the guy after all of this, then yeah, should... Look, what, what, yeah, that's right. What's one week shown them that he doesn't have it anymore than the week before where they nearly beat a team in Melbourne, undermanned, trying to make the eight? So 
that's I just find that decision making process odd to say the least. Mm. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean he's been asked the same question over and over again for weeks, for months, yeah. and he's shouldered a lot of that pressure, and he's been he's been resolute, and, and as obviously stated, the club's been resolute behind him, but clearly um, there's been some movement over the last week or so, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, from one key former, uh, well, you were a key forward in the game, a current day key forward in Harry Mackay, he's back. It's a no brainer, isn't it? Can only help Charlie Kerno, can't it? There's been a bit of dialogue over the last few weeks that, oh, gee, maybe they could upset the apple cart if they bring Big Harry back. Absolute no brainer. He has won a Coleman medal, has he not? He has. Yeah, and Charlie has as well. I look at it, and look, Charlie's had a couple of dominant games within that period. And uh, I think that rises to, you know, the speculation, etc. But if you look at it, there's also been days, you know, the last couple of weeks where he's been, he's been contributing, he's been presenting, but he's been well held. Mm. They're the games at the second banana, and that seems almost disrespectful, or the, the duo work together. If you look at the last couple of weeks, if Mackay was out there, perhaps he kicks four or five because Charlie's been well held. So yeah. it's a no-brainer soon as you're ready and it's great for all teams in this case Carlton if you can get two games into your players before finals that's outstanding one game and then a week off can be a little bit clunky I think but to get two in is perfect yeah and they had one four in a row the Blues before Harry went down with that knee injury just speaking of um, you know teams at the pointy end Scotty and their forward setup so what do you make of Melbourne um, and their forward setup which has been the topic of conversation for so long so Brody Grundy's been named on the extended bench for Sunday um, you help shape players futures can I ask you a pointed one if if he were not to feature at the pointy end of this season for the Demons what would your advice be to him uh, look I think it's really hard for him to feature at the pointy end. So right now, you'd already... I think they would have had discussions with him and his management when he first went out of the team. And you lay all the scenarios out there really early, mm. Sam. And Brody, I would assume, uh, there's nothing to suggest otherwise because he's a competitor. He wants to play. And if he reads that it's going to be challenging going forward, and I think the last month suggests that, then you've got to open up the possibility of leaving. It's a conversation with Melbourne to see whether they're open to it. And if they are, then you go your hardest to see what's available and present those options to him. And yeah. if, But it, yeah. it's silly to do. The worst thing you can do is do nothing. Yeah. But if, and, they're, and, and, if they're not keen, you've hope, got a problem, haven't you? Well, that's exactly right. He is under, it's like any player that you have uh, that's under contract. If the team that he is at wants to keep that there, they're the player there, then they can. But, you know, you look at it more broadly and structure and so forth, Petty's the interesting one. I mean, if let's look at it. If Petty doesn't get injured, Brody doesn't play last week and we're not talking about him playing this week. Mm. So I reckon, and we do the same thing with our players, where you go, well, listen, that's opened up for you because of A, B and C. If that doesn't happen next year and quite possibly won't, then you may play VFL for a lot of the year. And do you want to do that? That's the question for him. Yep, yep. St Kilda, we spoke about them earlier, Scotty. Two massive games to make the eight, starting with Geelong tomorrow night. It really is that simple. They've got to win one of these two games to make it. Now, St Kilda have the number two defence. The Cats have the fourth best offence, but have been up and down and all over the place this year. It's at Marvel Stadium. This is a huge game for both. Yeah, look, it is. You wouldn't have thought at the start of the year, that Geelong would be playing off to stay in the hunt for the finals at this stage of the season. But that's the position they find them in. Hawkins back into the team. 
Uh, I think St Kilda would be really pleased for similar reasons with Mackay. That there are Max King back in and then Membry back in. So they started to get a semblance of their forward line together. Because as you said, defensively, they've been very good. They've got some firepower back. I think St Kilda will be really hard to beat at Marvel Stadium. And it's only a matter of time before Damien Hardwick is announced as Gold Coast's next coach, Scotty. I mean, you know the young talent around the competition as good as anyone. What sort of list is he getting? I mean, is he getting the keys to a car ready to hit the autobahn here, given the young talent that just keeps coming through and the academy trio that's about to join as well? I think your last point is really significant, Sam. I think they've got talent on the list, no doubt about it, that hasn't been fully realised. And then you're bringing in, I mean, the players that they're bringing in are absolute quality. Not not next year, but give them two or three years. So I think there's the nucleus there of an excellent team. Absolutely. So I think it's a, a really good job to get. Um, you've come off, and we won't say fortunate. He's a great coach. He's got three flags. But um, if you look at the Alistair Clarks, Clarkson situation where he's gone to a struggling team, it's going to take a while to build up. I think really next year Gold Coast should be as they are now, they're only a game. They're not in the mix. They're a game or so off the mix for the eight. I think they'll be right in the hunt next year. And mm. the expectation that they make the eight is not unreasonable. Yep. No, I wouldn't have thought so either. We've spoken a lot about the doggies on this show, Scotty. And Luke Beveridge said this week that, you know, some players had perhaps grown a bit complacent. They are a puzzle that's hard to solve week to week in terms of what we expected them to be, what they are and what they what they should be. Um, you any closer to working it all out when you watch the dogs? No, 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 not at all, Sam. I mean, you run through their top six or seven players and they're as good as any six or seven in the comp. So that's the conundrum with them. Mm. You can't figure them out. Um, just when you start to believe in them, they, uh, they, they fall or slip on the banana peel, don't they? And you're back to square one going, you know, and the coach has been under some scrutiny as a result, which is fair enough. Um, but then you also look at the playing group and go, well, are they getting the most out of themselves? Because it works hand in hand, doesn't it? You know, the, the coach and how that goes about it, uh, but also the playing group and how they're playing at the time. Yep, yep. they got West Coast this week. Probably no problem. Should well, be no problems there. And then the Cats in the last round. That's right. Well, we learned nothing this week. You expect them to have a good week. And then we'll learn a little bit more about them next week. But, uh, yeah, look, as you, you've mentioned, there are so many critical games and so much to play out before we settle in on our final eight. I would say most years there might be one spot hanging yep. coming into the last round or two. Uh, but this, it's just so open, even spots in the top four. It's been amazing. So last one before we let you go, Scotty, don't ask you about your old side too often. And as you say, you can go cross-side trying to work out the final ladder. But Eston might have to win both of their last games, certainly one of the upcoming games against GWS this weekend in Sydney, and then a tough one against the Pies to finish. Can you mount a claim to get them in there? Well, Sam, if I had the duffel coat on with a, with a few badges, <laughs> I, would be able to mount, I would be able to mount a claim. But if I look at their last two weeks against the yep. two bottom teams and clearly the two worst teams in the comp and the, the fact that they've spluttered their way to two wins, you'd say it's extremely difficult and unlikely that they'll win both games. Yep, yep. Having said that, Sam Draper back is massive. We wish him well. Jake Stringer as well. So uh, if it's one for the optimists, that's for sure. Scotty, awesome to have you on, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Sam. You too.